The information on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a qualified licensed professional counselor or a qualified licensed medical provider. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another session of the Evolving Chair podcast. This is the season two premiere. I'm so excited, you guys. I needed a break um, just to get recalibrated, get back focused and energized and um, just fully working my vision and my plan for it. And I'm so glad I had this time off. I was actually a little sad that I had to come back. But I was like, you know what? Nope, fans are needing this. People keep asking me when am I going to come back. Um, But I'm glad I really took this time out just to get refocused. Um, I know on many sessions I've talked about just me falling into that comparison trap with other pods and individuals um, and looking at my pods and my numbers and... I just felt like that made my vision and my goals a little murky. So I needed to just take a step back and just get refocused on what my goal is for the evolving chair, as well as the minority community and really uplifting our people to want to talk about their feelings and emotions, as well as seeking out support from a therapist. And I I didn't want to lose that. And I was starting to lose that by focusing on other people's numbers. So with this new season, season two, so I've decided to just to make my my podcast into seasons because I needed like a little break to in between just to kind of keep me going. Um, And with me stepping back, I wanted to be a little more creative and things. So I have different segments for you guys throughout the season. I'll have a few on today's session and... Yeah, I'm just so excited. So the first new segment is called Pop Therapy. So it's a play on pop culture. So talking about things within the news or media or on TV shows that are relevant to health, whether it's spiritual, mental or physical health. And so what I wanted to highlight is therapy on TV. And so I'm thinking of two shows in particular. So BT's The Quad. Um, so if you guys are familiar with that, it's set um, within like an HBCU environment. And just a lot of different issues that come on the show. And with their season premiere last week, um, it showed the daughter. So the the daughter was raped and she was in therapy. And on that first episode of the season, it showed them meeting with the therapist, her and her mom. And the daughter decided not to um, go on with therapy, but she felt that she can continue journaling and doing her self-defense classes. And the therapist made a comment to mom about, you know, well, maybe you would want to continue to see me. And then mom was just like, oh, no, like, I'm pretty sure I won't. So I'm just really excited that more shows are having those conversations or introducing therapy. And sometimes, you know, TV doesn't always get it right. But in this instance, it it was just a short glimpse of a therapist. um, And and I'm really pleased about it. So I'm just excited for that process. And hopefully, the mom will decide to take the therapist up and continue to work with the therapist, even her own individual self, because mom's character has some issues that she can flush out with working with the therapist. Um, Another show is This Is Us. And I know many people are on Facebook talking about it or tweeting about it. And that is definitely a show. If you are like, I need a good cry, that is the show. (laughs) And just the premise of that show, it's three siblings. One is adopted, 
adopted and he's black. And so they're just going through life um, surrounding an issue of dad who had died. And they showed a scene about the family being in a family therapy session, which was so good. You know, granted, um, some of the stuff that the therapist did, I probably like, oh, I probably wouldn't have done that or said that. Um, but just even having that dynamic of what family therapy sessions could look like, because we are trying to channel and challenge family members to have those hard, hard conversations um, to get to the root of what's going on within the family. So I'm just really, really excited just for TV shows, just presenting that idea about therapy. Um, and then also that um, notion that mental health isn't always a mental illness. And so people coming away just from the typical schizophrenia or bipolar, but, you know, having those conversations about addiction, depression, anxiety, and things of that nature, or a traumatic event happening where you would need the support of a therapist. And so my question that I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on is, with these issues being brought on TV, does it make it easier for people to seek services from a therapist or even talk about it? And for me, looking back on it, um, I would say it probably makes some people feel a little more easier with having the conversations about what's going on with them. So I, I, I would love to hear what you have to say, um, because I think that this is still a topic that needs to be faced on a daily basis. Granted, we may have more people coming about about their mental health or their mental illness that are celebrity figures or on TV or on social media. However, there's still a big stigma within our community, the minority communities, um, the black and brown communities about mental health and mental illness. That is something people still don't wanna talk about. And even on the quad, one of the scenes that I really, really loved was that the coach um, in that TV show had a conversation with his players um, and reading a letter of one of the players who ended up committing suicide. And, you know, he posed the question to the team, like, did you guys know, you know, he he felt like this or he was thinking like this? He was like, we didn't know that. And then he highlighted that another team member on the team is actually like failing in college and he won't be able to play. And he's like, so did y'all know that? And he was just highlighting that men need to talk. He was like, we walk around and we don't say anything, but we need to start talking. And so I love that component, too, that the generation of men like you guys have to start talking because there's a younger generation that's looking up to you. And we we want it to be OK and provide those safe spaces for you guys to share your feelings. So I, I'm just excited in the direction that I see um, therapy on TV um, being handled in some retrospect, um, and just, just encouraging that continued dialogue. So I'm just really excited for that. And so for your thoughts, if you would use the hashtag TEC pop therapy, so that's TEC pop therapy, and just let me know what your thoughts are on if having these issues brought on TV makes it easier for people to go seek out support or even talk more about what they're going going through. So I would really love to hear what you guys have to say. So today across the therapist desk is talking about seven ways to stay motivated. I know as I ended, we talked about just getting your goals ready and, and, and just highlighting, making sure you have a mental health goal, a financial goal, relationship goals, things like that. But 
with this new year coming about, sometimes we get all excited for these goals and these plans we've created, but yet we don't stay the course. We don't stay motivated. And so I want to give you seven ways that will allow you to continue to stay motivated to get to your vision. And number one is speak what you seek. So what are you speaking about your vision and reframing your talk? So instead of saying, I'll try it, or probably I will do that, or I want to do that, changing it to I am, or I will be doing that, you know, putting a demand and speaking with it with an authority that increases your self-confidence about it and believing what you're saying about yourself. Because one thing people... I think confused is that, oh, if other people are saying it, it must be true, but it means nothing when other people are saying it and you don't believe it yourself. So what you're saying to yourself, you need to believe it as well. And an example for me, um, just this podcasting journey for me and even just trying to build my brand as a clinician in the community. And, you know, when I'm talking to people, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to do speaking or I'm trying to do that. And it's like, no, I am a speaker. I am an author. Whatever that is that I'm trying to uh, that I'm working towards, I'm putting a declaration and authority behind that for me. Number two, learn to be quiet. So sometimes we just need to know when to hush up and not say nothing. Uh, Because I think we get so excited with the visions and the goals we're trying to accomplish that we want to share with everybody. But we got to understand that you can't share everything with everybody about what you're doing. You have to, you'll have those people that won't understand your vision. Because sometimes our visions are so big that they scare us. I know for me, many times my visions scare me of what I see me doing. And I know if it's scaring me and I try to talk to somebody who's not on the same wavelength or who's aligned with my vision, they're going to be like, oh, all right, that's cool, I guess. You sure you want to do that? Like, I'm pretty sure y'all got people that's telling you that now or some people that are saying, you sure you want to do that? Because everybody doing that. Okay, I guess you can do that. Like, who wants to hear that? So sometimes you got to learn to be quiet. And so even for me, like my visions and my goals, I don't share that with everybody because everybody don't understand where you're trying to go. And so just keeping that in mind, you can't share it with every single person. Number three, building your team. You need some people who will support you. I'm not talking about yes men or yes women, but the ones that will challenge you to think outside of the box and go beyond your comfort zone. You need those ones who will tell you and encourage you to keep pushing and pressing toward the mark. Those ones who will operate in love and share their feedback. Like I literally had, shout out to Sherry from Brunch with Besties, um, posted a video (laughs) um, before my hiatus. And I was like, yeah, I posted this video to get people to come to this event. She's like, child, you didn't do your best. And I was like, really? But I, I, in my head, I did. I was doing, she's like, no, that just looked like you just put that together and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, dang. I was like, okay. But you know, she did it out of love. And it, it, and I had to take a step back to self-reflect on that to be like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so you you want to have that group of people that, that will operate in love and share their feedback and those who will hold you accountable too. So, and those are the people that I'm sure you are sharing your vision and goals with. Those people that will hold you accountable to be like, hey, you said you wanted to do this. Where are you at with that? Um, so an example for me, again, um, 
my my team of friends, they are so great. And each and every one of them encourages me in a different way. And I love it. Like they definitely are like, no, you can't. Because when I wanted to quit the Evolving Cheer, like I wanted to throw the whole podcast away and be like, oh, no, I'm not doing this no more. Um, They were just like, no, like we need you. Like people need to hear what you have to say, what you're sharing with them. And, and, and for that, I was just like, y'all right you know okay like even if I'm just doing it for them and they're the only ones listening every time they listen they tell me something new that they've learned from it so getting that team around you that will support you and again I'm not talking about you know your yes men and your yes women but people that will have that balance to give you their feedback and love and continue to stay the course number four protect your energy spirit or your soul so what are you doing to re-energize your spirit You protect your spirit and energy by controlling who you allow in your space. Think about what you're feeding yourself. So mentally and spiritually, what are you reciting to your spirit? So that means choosing the music. So, you know, for example, somebody that breaks up with somebody, they, well, I highly um, encourage them not to listen to like sad love songs because that don't help you get over um, somebody after you just broke up with them. Um, So, and keeping yourself motivated and energized with your spirit to stay the course of your vision and your plan, you have to get those songs that motivate you. So maybe it's you have like a theme music, so a special song that you can play when you're feeling down and you're like, oh, I can't go no more. I'm just so tired. But have that song on play so you can quickly go to that and get that energy lifted. Or whether you have a model or a scripture. For me, I have a scripture and I have models that I recite to myself. Um, and, and two of them are on my wall. And I get up every morning and I recite that to myself. Every time I look at my wall, I'm reciting that. So I have it constantly playing in my face and, and constantly warming around in my brain. Because on a side note, negative thoughts replay in your mind every 14 seconds. And so when the negative thoughts come to mind about, oh, you aren't good enough, or you, you're not going to make it, you're not going to do this, you're not going to do that, you have to have something to combat that with. So what is your model? Or what is your scripture? What is your, your motivation music? Um, so for me, I went through this on the latter part of last year, a whole lot, um, where I was just was really hard on myself and really down just with like my podcast and the success of my podcast. Um, and then like, and and my business too. And literally like I would have people be like, Oh, I don't know about that one. Or, you know, you think people really going to come. So you know what I had to do? I had to block those people. Like, and some of them was family, but you know what? I'm okay. They okay. Like I had to preserve my energy and be conscious of who I was letting in my space and who I'm allowing to feed and speak over me. And and I, I was already beating myself up. So why would I want somebody else reinforcing what I'm thinking? Like, no, that that's not going to work. So sometimes you got to press that block button and be okay with that. And it's sometimes it may be family. And you got to be okay with that because either you will continue to allow them to let you feel how you're feeling negatively and it impacts how how you move and groove with working towards your vision. Or you're going to take that stand to be like, nope, I'm controlling the energy I'm allowing into my space. And so I'm, I have to press this block button and hopefully you get the message <laughs> or something like that. But be okay with that because you don't need other people reinforcing 
some stuff that you already beating yourself up about. You don't need that. Number five, encourage yourself. I know I talked about having a team, but sometimes when the team isn't there, like if you send a text and you're like, oh, I really need to talk to them. I need them to motivate me, pray for me, whatever. Um, Or you call them and they don't pick up. You need to be able to encourage yourself. So when you're feeling tired and exhausted, know what's your motivation and understanding why you're doing what you're doing. So you want to keep that stuff in the back of your head. And and it may be even going back to look at your plan and your vision and with fresh eyes, almost as if you're looking at it for the first time, just to have that 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 passion again light up in you, because you definitely want to be able to encourage yourself and not just heavily rely on others to encourage you, because if you're relying on others and and say they can't be there to do that, then what? So you you want to make sure that you're able to encourage yourself when others aren't there. You know, for me, there were times I felt alone and when my friends didn't answer, I had to motivate and encourage myself. So I had to be the one to speak. I am great. I am destined for greatness. I know I can do this. I'm strong enough. So it's again, reciting to your spirit, how great you are and not in a sense of an inflated self-confidence. I'm not saying that, but, but, but we need to be able to encourage ourselves and keep ourselves motivated. Number six, know it's a process. So understanding that it doesn't come easy. Everyone has a process, regardless of how it looks on social media, because we know social media make things look really good. (laughs) I know for me it does. And sometimes I forget that everybody has a process that they're going through and everybody's process is different. Nobody has the the same starting point. Literally, my friend told me that the other day was just like, but you got to realize nobody has the same starting point. And even if you start at the same time, your start points are still different just with like the support you may have or more um, uh, uh, resources available to you. So everybody's process is different and not forgetting to to enjoy the process, because one thing that I've been learning, especially doing this podcasting, is that it's shaping and molding me for this entrepreneurial life. So not being dismissive of the process and the things that's going to come your way, but embracing it and being like, okay, this is for the good. This is to help me for the better, um, to get to my end goal. And, you know, don't be in a rush to go through the process just to get to the destination. Sometimes we're so in a hurry just to get through the journey, just to get to the destination that we forget the, um, the steps along the way, or just the life lessons along the way. And don't do that. Don't be in a rush and have fun. Number seven, have fun. Because so so much we get so caught up in doing, doing, doing that we don't enjoy what we're doing. And we just feel like it's another job or another task. And you don't want to do that. So those are the seven ways to help keep you motivated. And I really hope you guys enjoy that. And I want to provide you guys with a tool to kind of like test your self-motivation. It is a quiz on mindtools.com and I'll have that uploaded um, within my description for you guys to go on and just kind of see where your self-motivation is. But I really hope you guys enjoy those seven tips and we'll be right back after this. For you, the listeners of the Evolving Chair podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend Soar by Bishop T.D. Jakes. 
If you're feeling stuck with getting your business off the ground or taking it to the next level, this is the book for you. It will surely have you soaring high like eagles. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com backslash T-E-C-P-O-D. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash T-E-C-P-O-D for your free audiobook today. All right, and we're back, we're back. So this new segment is called Wellness Tip. And so the Wellness Tip is just highlighting either a technique or a podcast or a book that will continue to encourage you to evolve into your best self to be able to live your best life. And so my Wellness Tip for everybody is to take a pause. It's okay to take a break from social media, from your phone, and sit and meditate and rest in in your thoughts and just getting clarity and getting refocused. And that is absolutely what I did on my hiatus, which allowed me to create the plan to create my podcast into seasons. Because for me, that just worked out. That works a whole lot better just with my schedule, uh, my energy and my focus and my attention. And as well as to taking a pause from social media. So I probably wasn't as posting as much during my break because I needed to take a moment because I didn't want to have infiltration of other people's success of their pods or or them speaking and, and their um their private practice and things like that. Like I needed to get back grounded and focused on my vision, on Lakeisha's vision and plan, not everybody else's vision and plan, but on my stuff. So that is the wellness tip for today. And last segment of the day is, it was formally called On the Chase Lounge with Lakeisha, but I'm changing it to On the Chair with Lakeisha. So (laughs) just to kind of keep in flow with the theme of the chair. And so today's question is, So I have a family member who continues to nag and be negative about my personal endeavors, my professional endeavors, and how I move and groove within my life. What do I do when it's your mother? So (laughs) that I, I understand that one on just like a personal level. And to this listener, I, I just want to say people have us feel what we allow them to. So if you're feeling um, like you, you can't, do anything right or that whatever you're doing won't be successful it's because you are choosing to allow that person to make you feel that way um I I highly would encourage you to just take a seat back and just look at well why are they saying those things like what what is that behind them you know sometimes it could be jealousy you know I hate to say it sometimes you know some parents can get jealous of their kids and 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 their success or what they find successful in their eyes. And sometimes misery loves company. Um, but 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 you have to be okay, listener, to know that at the end of the day, if you were to cut the person off in terms of maybe blocking them on your social media and, and not allowing them in your space as much and maybe creating a distance, so loving them from a distance, um, you have to be okay with that and at peace with that. So I can't really tell you like, oh, you should do that. But for me personally, what I did, I I had to block family on social media and I I love them from afar. I keep them in my prayers. (laughs) That's how I keep them in my space, you know, call and check on them every now and again. Um, But 
I couldn't allow them to continue to be in my space on an everyday basis, uh, just saying the negative things they were saying, because that wasn't fruit. That wasn't fair to me to allow that in my space and for me not to live up to what I know my potential is with getting to what my vision is at the end of the day. Um, so I wish you all the best with that one. Um, definitely, if, if you want to talk further, you can definitely go to www.theevolvingchair.com and you can schedule a session, a one-on-one with me, and we can definitely discuss that further and try and dissect it a little more if need be. So you guys, I'm so excited. Season two, like I have some dope bomb guests. I had some dope bomb guests last season and I will continue to have some dope guests. And I'm just so excited for the guests that are coming this season. I'm just so excited. And I I can't wait for you guys to hear the new stuff and even some more new segments because that was only a few of them. So I'm just so excited and I can't wait. Oh, and I have a new email address. So (laughs) it's not the Gmail account anymore. So I've switched it to using what um, my platform is for my website. So you can go to podcast at theevolvingchair.com for all your podcast questions um, to be on the chair with Lakeisha. Or if you want to just tell me how I'm doing or what you would want to see more of or hear more of, definitely. So I cannot wait for you guys to hear everything. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for rocking with me. For the the people that continue to show me love and repost my stuff and just DM me and message me like they really learned something from each session they've listened to thus far. I really appreciate it. So don't forget to share with a friend and and just let me know. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what you want to hear more of or how I'm doing. Like I promise like... I won't get mad if you be like, oh, no, I didn't like that one. Okay, well, just give me tips how I could have made it better. Like, I'm serious about this. Like, this season is going to be a great one for the Evolving Chair. And I'm just a little excited. And I hope you guys stay along for the ride. So until next time, peace. All right, you guys, if you want to see me live and in person, I will be at a self-care retreat for women entitled Enduring the Winter on February 10th from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. at Pathways of Light Wellness Center. And it'll be four dynamic facilitators, including myself, just giving you guys a day full of healing to kind of help you be able to take care of yourself. And it's all for $45 only. So you're getting breakfast, snacks, lunch, and you're going to go away with some techniques and tools. And I really hope you guys come out and support. And you can go to my social media at The Evolving Chair or on my other Instagram, lrussell13, and click the link in my bio, and it'll take you right to the registration page for that. So I really hope to see you guys. Again, that is Enduring the Winter, a self-care retreat for women, Saturday, February 10th, 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., Pathways of Light Wellness Center. Peace.